did you watch this week's episode? No, you didn't. Well, you're in luck because we did. Welcome to Here for the Cocktail Party. I'm Sean. And I'm Ryan. Here's a down and dirty recap to fill you in on what's happening on Katie Thurston's season. I mean, I feel like we don't really need to fill anyone in because it's like so basic and so boring. And I think the only thing that made it interesting was all the Patron shots that I took. And I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling a little tipsy. (laughs) I took a couple and I'm not going to lie, they were putting me to sleep because the only only surprise of this episode was towards the end. And it wasn't even that big of a surprise, I guess, but... The rest of it was just, oh, it's like I feel, when I watch her, I feel like I'm just hearing, like, the Charlie Brown, like, wah, 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 <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't listen to anything she says, and maybe that's part of the problem. Yeah, I have noticed that as the episodes have gone on, I just constantly zone out whenever anyone is talking on this whole season. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, she's had a few highlights, like, I'm not gonna put that aside, but for the most part, she's just not interesting to watch on screen, and that's a problem for me. No, that's like 100% fair, and, you know, I really thought these Patron shots would, you know, liven up the mood, but, you know, Patron can only do so much. I guess let's get this going here. (laughs) (laughs) So we start off and the guys are like, well, this is a very serious week because we need to figure out our feelings with Katie and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, guys, like if you don't know where you stand, then you're going home this week. It's also like Greg and Blake pretty much know that she really likes them. And the rest of them are really nervous because they haven't had enough time with her or they don't think that they or they don't think that she likes them because they know that she likes Greg and Blake I just feel like it's so obvious and they're just like giving up at this point which I don't blame them (laughs) (laughs) like it is so obvious that it's just like okay well yeah I you do need to give up and I think The men were defeated because the first one-on-one date card comes and it goes to Greg. And I'm like, are we really shocked? Like, come on. Not shocked at all. And (laughs) it's just, (laughs) there's those two other guys there that we literally know nothing about. They kind of look alike, except I think one's Canadian, Brendan, and by the way, my friend and I were watching and we noticed his job title and it said like firefighter trainee. Like you you couldn't even become a full blown firefighter before getting on the show, pal. Look, he took some time off from his training so that he could go on the bachelorette <laughs> and make television. Oh god. Anyway, so Greg gets the date card and Blake gets automatically jealous and I'm like, well, of course you're jealous, Blake, because, you know, he's the only competition in the game. Exactly. 
So Greg claims he's excited, but again, he always looks like he's going to cry. And he also is sort of monotone. And I don't believe him for a second that he's excited at all. But apparently he is. So I guess that's good. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Like, he just is someone who, I guess, just like skates through life with no emotion. But weren't there pictures of him in front of his like acting school? Doesn't he want to be an actor? He's going to have to give me some more. If that's his career path. If that's his career path, we have to have a sit down with him because that was just rough. I mean, you're going to hate me for saying this, but like even Nick Vile is like more charismatic on screen than this guy. Okay. He (laughs) hasn't been in an episode for five minutes. So why would you even bring him up to upset me? (laughs) Because remember his stellar performance in that christmas movie that was in on either hallmark <laughs> or a lifetime i don't even know what channel it was on it was like on mtv or something you know they're like jumping into the hallmark no, game no not even i think it was on like <laughs> ion that like ion <laughs> but so i'm just gonna ignore nick file at this moment and katie decides to take him on a date in her hometown, which is Seattle. And all I'm seeing is like tourist attractions. And I was surprised that they didn't like stick gum on a wall. They did. No, fuck. See, see, I told you the zoning out really hurts (laughs) me because I didn't even notice. So here are the things I noticed. One, (laughs) one, she did the jump and hug, which... I'm not sure if she's done that before, but it's, like, starting to happen. Two, I peed my pants when he threw the fish and, like, was breaking shit. The producers probably wanted to murder him because he, like, (laughs) broke all the lights. Three, he has, like, the 90s boy band hair swoop down pat. And four, if they made any more mouth noises with their gum, I was going to have to shut it off. So I noticed the (laughs) mouth noises were very upsetting to me. I just love that Katie threw the fish at Greg and it just straight up slapped him in the face. (laughs) I feel feel like life just slaps Greg in the face all the time. It's like, that's a good analogy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, well, that's why he's sad, sad face Greg. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess they have fun. Then they, we get to the night portion, and he's so very mumbly, and it's like pulling teeth to talk to him, but I really think that they're bonding during their first date about their, how their dads both passed away. That is really what bonded them. So, at least we know a little bit about him, and they have some sort of foundation, so we, like, can kind of understand the attraction. So... I guess that's fine. And he gets the rose and is talking about how he hasn't introduced his mom to a girl in a long time. And I'm just in the back of my head, like, praying that she's, like, a crazy, overbearing New Jersey mom so that we have another barb on our hands. Like, fingers crossed so things get entertaining here. Fingers crossed. We need another cameo mom from the Bachelor franchise 
and I can totally see that Greg's mom is the one. But I feel like what's holding their relationship together is that Greg just brings up his father dying every time he feels like Katie's slipping away. You know, it's like his in. See, I don't think Katie's slipping away. I think he doesn't like her as much as she likes him. (laughs) Straight up, like, he doesn't even like her. But, you know, obviously he gets the rose, so who gives a fuck at this point? You know, good job, Greg. You're doing something right. Still a front runner, very much so. (laughs) So then... Of course, we're getting, like, tons of Michael A. moments in between, like, the Greg one-on-one dates and, like, the guys at the house. And he FaceTimes his son, and I don't know, I thought it was really cute, but obviously (laughs) that's not the case for Ran. Listen, we know I'm a Michael A. stan, as is a lot of bachelor nation but like i feel like that was supposed to be a moment where i was supposed to be like oh my god like look how good he is with his son he must miss him so much and i'm gonna throw this out there I have a lot of friends with kids so like i know that entertaining or like trying to communicate with a child through a screen is like not the easiest task so i'm gonna throw that out there before i continue <laughs> <laughs> I just felt I just felt like he was putting on a performance of like how he thinks he's supposed to talk to his child. Like I don't think that's how he really speaks to his kid on an everyday basis. And to me it just felt really annoying and I wish I never saw it. <laughs> Uh-oh, Michael A is losing brownie points for Ryan and that is um that's kind of a death sentence. So Michael A, good luck. We wish you the best of luck. <laughs> I still still like him. I just uh, I did, that just didn't do it for me. And I I know that the producers were like trying to make win <laughs> make everyone love him even more with that. It just didn't work for me. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. And so after we get all of these Michael A moments, uh, the group date card comes and everyone is ready to shit their pants because they're like, who is going to get the last one-on-one? And right before they announce who's on it, Michael A literally goes over to Brendan and is like, good luck. Like, what? Like, (laughs) good, no, like, hopefully you fucking lose, bro. I like that they all like each other. It's nice. Yeah, (laughs) So nice. So on the group date, it's Justin, Andrew, Blake, Michael A, and Brendan. And so Virgin Boy Mike P gets the one-on-one, which we all know is basically like, okay, well, you're going home. Yeah, and at which point Brendan realizes he's never going to get a one-on-one in hometowns or next week. And he's probably just like, well, fuck this noise, and says to the other guys... Why am I still here? And I, you know, I was very proud of him. I was like, at least he's self-aware. He gets it. Why is he still here? I've been asking why he's here since episode (laughs) two. But like, at least he finally internalized it and expressed it. So props to Brendan. And like, this is 
where he gets the most screen time he's gotten all season. And so he goes up to Katie's room because he's so upset. And this motherfucker checks his breath and puts chapstick on. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, you're going to eliminate yourself. I mean, he had to he had to smell good for the very first time he talked to Katie, even though he's been there for seven weeks. <laughs> exactly. And this motherfucker is like, oh, we have such a great connection, blah, blah, blah. We talk so much. And I'm like, when do you talk? We haven't seen you once talk to her. I, the only thing I got out of that conversation was that he really wanted Katie to drink beers with his dad. And I was like, well, maybe your dad and her would have more of a connection. <laughs> At this point, shit. Probably. <laughs> like, maybe actually that needs to be a thing where, like, Katie just hen- hangs out with Brendan's dad. <laughs> I'd watch it. No offense, Brandon. I'd watch it. I would watch it. So then, of course, we get on this typical train of Katie saying, well, we started off strong, but we're just not going there in time. And I'm like, okay, well, we saw this all coming. And bye-bye, Brendan. She just sends him home. And what confused me is Brendan just straight up went to Blake's room. (laughs) And I swear they haven't had one conversation on screen. So, like, bromance? I'm mildly confused. They're both from Canada, so I feel like they had, like, a Canadian bromance. They had, like, a Canadian bacon bromance. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. And also, like, Blake just never has a shirt on when he's in his room, ever. Well, yeah, because he's, like, you know, jacking it like the sprinklers. Yeah, true. He just has to be ready at all times to <laughs> to remove his clothes. Exactly. So then we get to the group day after Brendan goes home, and Katie says the most annoying nasally hello. I don't know if you fucking heard that, but she was like, hello! Sean, is this the first time you're realizing she does this? It's been something that's been irking me this entire season. Okay, well... This is the first time I turned into the nasally hello. <laughs> she does it like in this voice that's not hers so that she like is trying to be funny. It's ha- it's happened so many times that I think I even zone this one out because I, <laughs> I can't do it anymore and it irks the fuck out of me. We're like zoning in and out of moments that, you know are different at this hello <laughs> that's what she does hello. at this point uh the moments we have combined make up the whole episode but <laughs> alone Barely. alone we only have half the episode it's like a puzzle <laughs> so they all they all looked like real cranky going on this group too they're like <laughs> angry marching men out of the and you know Justin is like, he walks in, he sees all the paintings, and he's like, oh, it's finally my time to shine. <laughs> uh, I get a painting today. And they're all vagina flowers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no one, would, no one would say that this looks like a vagina. And the artist girl is like, 
it's a self-portrait. <laughs> okay. I'm like, girl, you, girl, you are looking at yourself in like one of those mirrors while you get off, which is totally fine. You know, everyone needs to find the clit, but like, <laughs> these are vagina flowers, girl. And I have never <laughs> even seen one. <laughs> now you have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, ol- the only other thing of note that I really enjoyed was uh, Katie like kisses Andrew and Justin looks straight to camera as he's been doing this whole time like like he's on the fucking office and just gives like this beady eye facial expression to camera and it's very funny we're back with the Justin facial expressions and I am on board like the only only reason why I enjoy him being on the show. Yes. I know nothing about him at all, aside from his excellent choices and facial expressions. Yeah, I think actually Greg needs to take a note from Justin because I think like it would help his acting skills. Hundred <laughs> percent. So they go around after they all have to like do their art thing, and Michael A makes a clay sculpture of Katie's ass. And all of the guys are like, well, that's not what it looks like. And I'm like, do you know what it looks like? Like, how many times have you, like, seen it there? <laughs> Poor Michael A. And then Andrew talks about them eating food together. And I'm like, okay, that's something. His was, like, kind of frightening. Yeah, it was. was like... Him with a giant tongue out, and like I was like, "What the fuck's going on with that one?" Instead of sushi, he should have had like people, like they were eating people, because that's what it kind of looked like. And then why was Justin so bad? Like, isn't this his time to shine? Okay, but Justin didn't even have a moment, though. I thought. Oh no, he did. You just missed it because you probably thought it was somebody else's, because it wasn't good. And he's supposed to be this painter. <laughs> and then you zone back in for Blake and his inappropriate, just black boxed out painting of whatever the fuck that was. And it's like everything he did on Tasia's season, he's doing on this season. A thousand percent. He's like using the same moves, hoping they would land. And unfortunately, they're landing every single time with Katie. Oh my God. Every time. Every time. It goes to the night portion and Katie's like, okay, there's four of you. I want to have really deep conversations with each of you. And then, so she pulls Michael A aside first and they didn't even have a conversation. And I'm like, and she was trying to stepmom so hard. Like she was like, I would love your kid. I'm going to lead you on like Michael A. We're going to have a great future. And I'm like, I'm very confused because I do not see this picture painted. No, and she said he said something how he needs help with like juice boxes, and I was like, that's really all he wants her for is like organize those damn juice boxes. (laughs) (laughs) A thousand percent. And Katie is in fantasy land, and you know, at the same time, she. I feel like she's like in fantasy land with like all of them. 
and she needs to like fucking make a decision. So then Blake comes in and I feel like they have the run of the mill conversation. I feel like this happens every time. Like Blake and Katie just want to make out. Yeah, and he's like all confident, like, when you meet my family next week, and she's like, Oh, you think there's a next week? <laughs> and it's like, obviously there's a next week. Shut up. You both are annoying. Exactly. Like, uh, I, 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 I mean, Blake just wants to make out with her. Let's be real. Which is fine. And then Justin brings out a painting, which is significantly better than the one he presented in front of the rest of the guys. And, you know, it's a butterfly to signify change, which groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's like, come out of his cocoon, blah, blah, blah. All I know is, like, I would never take any of these guys to, like, an art opening, like, an art gallery opening, because they would be horrible dates. I'm, like, less about Justin and him explaining how a butterfly has, like, speaks to his experience and, like, more of him just staring into camera making facial expressions. A thousand percent. And then <laughs> Andrew S. comes in and he recreates their one-on-one date. And I'm like, Andrew S., you are the king of my heart. I am here for it. I actually really fucking love Andrew S. after this date. Yeah, it was really nice. And I just have to say that I know I was a little hard on him and his fake British accent. But he has grown on me throughout the season. And this was a highlight, but I love how they were talking and she just, I think this is like the second guy. Yeah. She says it to Michael A too. She's like, we'll just figure it out. It's like, I don't really know what kind of answer that is, but like, she's doing a lot of figuring out. <laughs> she was like, I will move everywhere for you. We can move twice a year. And I'm like, girl, what fucking world are you living in? Obviously, you planned a Seattle date, so you're not lit moving from there, bitch. Yeah. But again, like, we get to know Andrew a little bit more. Michael A. talks about his son. Blake is just being Blake. But again, Justin, no idea, aside from <laughs> a butterfly. You know what? We can commend him because he's been consistent every week. <laughs> I guess so. So Michael A. actually gets the rose, which I was kind of surprised about. Because honestly, I thought he was not going to go to hometowns because I thought she was... Because he's not... I mean, he's not going to win. Like, let's be real. So I didn't think she was going to keep stringing him along when it started to involve a child, you know? A thousand percent. And I think this is where it just gets into fucked up territory. Because it's like, how fucked up are you? That you're going to string along Michael A. When now you're going to meet his kid. And and then you're going to be like, oh, just kidding. I don't love you. Like, that's fucked. I wonder if she actually will meet the kid, though. I don't know if they'd, they'd fly the child, too. Because the hometowns are going to be in New Mexico, in New Mexico right? I, listen, the other thing is, like... I gotta get out of this fucking desert landscaping. I need a new... <laughs> I need a new aesthetic. 
a thousand percent like i miss them traveling everywhere so coronavirus you just need to go away because we need these contestants to fly everywhere yeah so i wonder how that's gonna work because assuming they're all coming to new mexico i mean i really hope she doesn't meet him because that's just traumatizing yeah i don't think so but so michael a gets the group date rose and we go straight on to the one-on-one with virgin boy mike p and mike p is like fucking delusional he's like this is so great like we have such a great connection and i'm like dude we learned that you were a virgin you recited that poem done like that's all we got from you and you know it's gonna get all weird when they get like a hippie woman to teach them something like sensual this time we're learning how to cuddle everybody and sh- this woman, this woman mentions that there is a cuddle community, and I want to know what that is. Do you? Because I feel like I need to be on lots of drugs to figure out what that is. Oh, no, no. I need to know what the cuddle community is. <laughs> All I know is, like, when are they busting out the peyote? Like, I feel like this is the only time you would ever do it on this date. And so she is, like, describing these poses. And the first one is the oxytocin hug. And all I thought was, like, I need an Oxycon and a martini, like a real housewife of America. And just, like, forget this ever happened. Yeah, so they're clearly awkward because they're just giggling. Because they don't, like, she doesn't want to be cuddling this man. And the cuddle expert is so fucking pissed that they're just, like, giggling. (laughs) She is so mad at them for not taking this seriously. So, Mike, me, and Katie will not be invited to the cuddle community, I don't think. A thousand percent. But how could you not laugh when this woman literally is like, okay, the next pose is the lap of luxury. Like, the lap of luxury... Are we kidding, bitch? And then this is where Mike P, you know, gets weird. But I will say, first of all, he's really, really, really rocking the, like, all-white, I'm in a cult outfit. Like, it looks good on him. I mean, (laughs) he definitely looks like Jesus to me, and I think he's living his best life as Jesus then he's saying how laying in katie's lap is like reminds him of his mom and i'm like oh boy okay i have to go off about this like this man needs therapy like he has straight up mommy issues he is talking about how everything reminds him of his mom and i'm like bitch this is your lover like are you really thinking of your mom when you're going to, like, fucking marry her and do her? Like, no. That's just, like, fucking creepy on a whole nother level. And this is why I'm just, like, virgin freaks need to get it out of their system so all of their mommy issues, like, go away. Yeah, it's just him and his all-white cult outfit really giving me Norman Bates, like, from Psycho Vibes. It was just... Oof. And then they're talking about how 
he's like, I would never want to break anyone's heart. And they zoom in on Katie's face where she's clearly just thinking about how she's going to break his heart. <laughs> A thousand percent. So Katie can't even get to the night portion. I don't even think she heard the mom comments. She just had a feeling. (laughs) And she was like, and Mike P on the other hand is like, I'm very excited. We're going to have like a really nice dinner and like a talk. And she just shows up in like her casual wear. And it's like, this isn't happening, bro. Like, goodbye. She's like, you're very nice. but No, thank you. But sorry, if I remind you of your mother, then uh, you need Jesus. So we say so long to Mike P, which, much like Brendan, should have been gone weeks ago. Yeah. So, you know, then it kind of, like, broke up. And next thing you know, we're, like, in the rose ceremony. And, like, yeah, Katie talked talked to the girls and... And the guys talk for like maybe 0.5 seconds. But then next thing you know, guys are just showing up left and right at the rose ceremony. Yeah. And and then I kind of wondered like, wait, where has Taisha been this whole season? Yeah, they were like barely in this episode this week for some reason. Yeah, but she just like gets down to business again. And Greg and Michael A already have a rose. So we're kind of like, well... Who else is going to get a rose? Obviously Blake. But then I guess like, in my opinion, I was like, oh, she's going to jump. She's going to dump Justin. But next thing you know, she picks Justin and dumps Andrew S, which I'm like, "Uh, excuse me? Yeah, this was pretty surprising. And all I kept thinking about was like, I was making a facial expression like Justin usually makes throughout the episodes when I heard Justin's name being called. It was like this full circle moment. It was like I was fucking shocked and I was kind of fucking upset about it. So like Katie, get your fucking priorities straight because why the fuck did you not pick Andrew S? Unless she was like saving because I think she clearly knows she's going to pick Gregor Blake at this point and maybe she was just trying to save him from like hurting him anymore because she actually does like him more than Justin that's literally the only reason why I can think of I mean that is like a great reason it just like upsets me I like finally connected with this fake British accent dude and then like goodbye and I guess this wasn't like the last of him because basically he comes back and I thought like oh, he's going to, like, win Katie back. But really, like, Katie's like, okay, wait, come back. We'll figure this out. And then he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. Like, what? I kind of enjoyed this because, well, first of all, he had on, like, the shortest capris I've ever seen. I know, like, tight jeans that are a little shorter in style, but, like, his capris were going way too far. They were almost, like, pedal pushers from, like, the early 2000s. But anyway, that's besides the point. I, <laughs> I, like, I like that he was kind of like, I feel like that was like a power move. Like, he's going to give her this note. If you change your mind, I'll be waiting. And then like walk out suavely. 
when she's gonna come running to him like i feel like he planned all this out he knew every single step and then she was like well why don't you why don't you come back and he's like no i just can't (laughs) (laughs) okay that's actually really fair but I think the one thing that threw me off is, like, she kissed him goodbye. Oh, my God. I know. She, like, clearly wants him. So, like, can we just, like, make this a thing? I don't know. I think he has a good shot at being the Bachelor. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be no, mad. He's a little young, but I don't know. We'll see. But, look, didn't we say that we need, like, a less mature and young next person? Yeah, I just... Like, we need someone who makes bad decisions. I just want it, I just want it <laughs> trashy, okay? <laughs> uh, but, so that's the end of the episode. And so, you know, we just have to get into the good, the bad, the ugly. And the good this week, I thought, was more Michael A. moments. But I guess the more Rayanne learned about Michael A., the more she hated him. So, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't hate him. I just, I need to like see real life interaction with a child and not fake over fa- over FaceTime interaction. Okay, okay, that's fair. But going with that bad moment, uh, the bad was the men's paintings, a thousand percent. I don't know what the fuck was happening, but Blake, your black square was not doing it. Justin, your kids that were like basically harassing your painting were not good. And like the Godzilla sushi eating thing was not good, Andrew. No, we need to stop making them try to be artistic. I feel like we're past that. And then, so then, of course, the ugly had to be Mike P's cuddle date because that was just horrendous. And it was giving me flashbacks of how uncomfortable I was when Blake, Moines, and Tasha were doing that whole yoga sex thing. Like, it just is not happening. And Mike P's cuddle date with the cuddle enchantress was just not happening. I think the cuddle enchantress just like fucking walked out at one point was like, I'm just going to tell you these poses because I can't, I can't be here anymore. And so that brings us to our cocktail king of the week. And we just have to dub Michael A. Because his interview commentary and like how much screen time he got, like he had to have like, drugs or lots of cocktails and i'm gonna go with lots of cocktails i mean i think he had to be drunk to sculpt the ass that he did because that was wild (laughs) (laughs) so what are we drinking next week ran so i was hanging out with my parents today and my parents friends and they were discussing a mudslide that they had recently that sounded delightful. So I was like, I want to drink some mudslides for hometown. So that is what we are drinking next week. Basic as TGI Friday mudslide. And you're all going to like it. <laughs> you're going to like it because we said you're going to like it. So just pull up a mudslide 
We all know that we enjoy them, even though they are so trashy. But I am here for it, and I think I might be downing mudslides faster than I down tequila shots tonight. Well, you're gonna get a brain freeze, so be careful. <laughs> uh, but with that, it's time to say goodbye. Join us next week as we go into hometowns with Katie and see all the shit show that it's about to be. Until then, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Here for the Cocktail Party. All one word for more content and cocktail recipes. See you at hometowns, y'all. Later.